today is Friday, March the 12th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey I. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. So, Jeffrey, we kind of have a little short and sweet uh, market update this week. Uh, USDA came out on Tuesday. What happened? Much ado about nothing. Yes. The, US, the USDA report was somewhat uh, disappointing to the marketplace. They did not amend uh, carryout stocks on corner soybeans, which was widely expected due to the strong export base. What's it? Uh, commitments now on corn, 90%, 98% on soybeans for their projected year totals. And so, we're three months into the year. <laughs> Oh, uh, five or six months now. Oh, okay. Fair getting enough. closer. Fair enough. <laughs> but anyhow, it's, yeah, so the USDA report wasn't much. Uh, they did uh, increase some wheat stocks around the world. Australia's looking at a good crop, but they increased Chinese uh, imports of wheat. So they that kind of balanced out on there. And so really the USDA report, once again, wasn't, uh, was a non-event. Uh, Conab in Brazil yesterday, which is really Brazil's USDA, mm-hmm. they uh, they increased their projection for their soybean crop up to 135 million tons and their corn crop up to 108 million tons, both of them up a couple million tons. And what's kind of surprising on there, like how long have I been writing about and have we been reading, have I been reading about, we've been talking about rains in Brazil, central Brazil are slowing down the soybean harvest hurting quality, maybe cutting back some yields and going to hurt the second crop, Safrina corn crop. So has the news changed now, Jeff? Uh, that news hasn't changed <laughs> other than they've increased production uh, estimates. Oh, well, there you go. So it's... Uh, they must know something we don't. Yeah, it's kind of interesting on that one. I think it's just, uh, it's a it's a head shaker. Uh, you know, and with that weather forecast, they were talking about it being dry in Argentina uh, I think the USDA actually did decrease their projection for Argentina production by about uh, half a million tons with their report last week. But now they're talking about very, very beneficial rains in Argentina that are coming right now and over the next week for their growing corn and soybean crops, both that are in the filling stages. So I somewhere in the future, I think we could see some increase estimates for for the Argentine crops something to look for yeah something to look forward to you know uh, so it's uh it, it's, it's just kind of funny the weather we 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 hang on the weather all the time and like weather in the u.s right now there's some rains coming across the midwest or the plains that were hard red winter wheat is coming out of dormancy so that's putting uh pressure on their crops to uh to go down or like on the hard red winter wheat it's uh it just kind of, and we lost a uh, here locally. We lost a whole lot of snow yesterday. Oh, doesn't it just make you want to like get the planter out and get ready to go? Get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a good time to buy a snowmobile to, this weekend. Somebody wants to get rid of it. Maybe. That snow sure to disappear fast, and hopefully it does get colder again fairly quick to keep things in dormancy. Yeah, here in in our area, the uh, the winter wheat. Yeah. yeah, so just saying like the weather, we really hang on the weather forecasts in the short term all the time, mm-hmm. but then things can change so fast when you're when you're just looking at weather. So it's, uh, 
you know, that's when we're looking at corn and soybeans and that out of this, out of Argentina and Brazil and wheat now in the States. And, you know, we're looking at prices this week. So we, we just backtrack a little bit to the prices. So nearby prices were down this week. And that was really based on that the USDA report did not support them. Mm-hmm. And there's been no major export sales out of the U.S., new sales out of the U.S. in the month of March. So is, is this the is this the end of the run, Jeff? Oh, I, I can't call that, but it's, uh, it's at least we're... New crop prices are holding steady, but old crop prices are down this week. Right. So... You know, we have had a few negative things. You know, we talked last week about uh, soy meal being a little oversupplied in China and the U.S. right now. Yeah. And part of that reason in China, there, you know, the rumors, the talk of the African swine flu on the hog herd, that was in the news again this week. But the marketplace now is just kind of dealing with the African swine flu that it's a temporary localized thing. That it's not something that's going to be widespread, and let's knock on wood that hopefully it's hopefully not. Hopefully it widespread. stays that way. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> if it becomes widespread, and I've said this a few times, that would have major negative implications yeah. in our marketplace. So let's look at something positive for the marketplace. Like why are why are wh- new prices, new prop holding prices holding pretty steady? Yeah, you know, well. Is there not more optimism out there now with some vaccinations out here for the COVID? Absolutely. You know, uh, locally, province and through Canada, in the States, especially now, I think uh, the president said every adult can have at least one shot by sometime in May or That's pretty May good. or June, like July 4th, they said, have the barbecues going, yeah. everything be back full tilt. So so if if things are moving, everybody's back moving and a lot of that pent up, Staying in the house, we're getting out, we're going somewhere. Yeah. More driving means what, Dolores? More ethanol. More gasoline usage, more ethanol usage. More ethanol usage means more core usage. That should be supportive corn. That should be, yeah. So that theory, theory that one really is that they're by next year, by this harvest, ethanol usage should be back to where it was before. Mm-hmm. And so that should be supporting corn usage going forward and that supports prices there i think the marketplace is still looking for china to continue to import maybe not a whole bunch of new contracts right now but going Mm -hmm. forward there's a big appetite in china and if this hog herd is going to stay strong and keep building they're going to need they have to feed it they need corn and soybeans yeah and wheat and everything to to feed them in there so they're you know those are those are good things Mm -hmm. For the market. So I the whole supply demand side with stocks being decreased over the last couple of years, not just in the States, but say some worldwide in the soybeans and corn, um, the supply demand side says prices need to stay up. So So ha- even twenty twenty two prices now, eh? We the twenty twenty one are are staying the course kind of yep. thing, but we've we bought some contracts now this this last week for 2022 crop. Yeah, we posted them up. So there's soybeans over $500 for twenty harvest 2022. It's a pretty good price to start at. You know, yeah. And that's, uh, I think, one area that a lot of farmers have missed the boat on in the past. Uh, I'd be guilty of it myself, is not selling out far enough when prices are up. Yeah. Because remember, what goes up... Must come down. Must come down. And... 
you know, we look at, so this fall, soybeans hit, you know, they were up near the 560 this week. Uh, for next year, just over the 500, like 506. So it's like, oh, why would I sell for $50, $60 less than this year? But last year they were closer to 400, you know. Yeah. So it's, you should take advantage. And we do want to congratulate those people that did uh, start with some sales for 2022. You know, I, I think that's a really good marketing plan to do that. And uh, for sure, you know, if anybody would like to talk to us about that, uh, marketing some crop farther out. And oh, one other thing we really need to take a look at here too uh, this week, a negative for us is the higher Canadian dollar. Yeah, it's up to, it, it broke the... The 80 cents here, was it today? or Yeah, it broke it today. It broke it back near the end of February. And that takes us back to uh, like two and a half years uh, Wow! for the high in the dollar. And so what does that uh, mean, Jeff? Does that mean better prices or worse prices? <laughs> lower basis levels means lower prices. So actually, uh, we were lowering all our basis levels this afternoon yeah. here in the office. And so it's, uh, hopefully that dollar doesn't, keep going because that does hurt us um i think those we know a lot of our import uh or our uh things we're spending money on there and the fertilizer and parts and stuff for us farmers is uh things have already gone up yeah through the a lot of people talk about the covid increase whatever that is <laughs> but just seems like higher inputs and so in that higher input side too is the higher price of oil this week yeah Diesel prices are going to keep going up, which is a bit of a downer. And because mm-hmm. oil again hit a high, I think I wrote about it this morning. It's the highest it's been in about three years, wow. something like that. So it's, uh, it's the prices for our crops are good, but there's lots of other prices keep going up. And uh, that tends to be how it works, eh? Yeah. So the next big thing in the markets, what's what's coming up, Dolores? It's the next big. Probably the planting's intention report at the end of the month. Yeah, so that's going to be the acreage battle, somewhat of an acreage battle to rebuild some stocks levels in the U.S. for corn and soybeans. And usually that means prices have to rally in one or, but since stock levels are getting lower in both of them, much lower in soybeans, but still lower in corn, kind of need the prices to go up in both of them to, in yeah. To and that? like you said last week, the set aside yeah. acreage will have to probably come come down. Come down. So yeah. it's uh, it's so this week was unfortunately for old crop was down. New crop was fairly just down like a dollar or two for new crop and people taking advantage of twenty twenty two and I think we're hopefully in a kind of a sideways the market's gonna go sideways until they get some real news to take it one way or the other, I think. So for sure. But there's a couple big things here happening. You know, we're not on, it's too bad we weren't doing a uh, a blog next week on St. Patrick's Day. We could pull out some Irish hymns or some nice Irish tunes. There's still time, there. Jeff. There's, there's still, still time. time. Yeah. But isn't there something big happening in your family this weekend, there Dolores? There is. So uh, my brother Gregory, <laughs> first of the family, is getting married tomorrow. So that's exciting. <laughs> there you go. You got your singing in for the week. <laughs> Congratulations to Greg and his new bride-to-be, Madeline. Yes. So, so we're very, very excited for that. And we're also excited next week we're going to have a special guest. And I won't tell you who it is yet, but we're really excited to talk to, talk to them. So they're going to bring some great information 
and uh, about uh, technology and agriculture. So Sounds great. So once again, if anybody has any questions anytime, would like to talk about the market, give us a call. You have our numbers. Bye for now. Have a great week.